Well, thank you, John B., for getting in touch with the Ashley and Brad Show, as you do and everybody else does. True. At 888-922-7234. It's a text. It's voicemail. It does everything. Even those who haven't yet can. That's right. At we got a lot time. of first-time unidentified texters. Yes, yeah. So they want to make sure that it's all cool <laughs> before right. they tell us who they Helpful are. Helpful hint. Just include your name. Just a small <laughs> ask. But anyway, John B. Here. A little fun fact. You can actually check this out. It was reported six years ago mm-hmm. on an actual news type television station. Okay, a news type television station. <laughs> well, yeah, uh-huh. you know, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> right. Seven percent of Americans, which translates to about seventeen point three million people, That's a lot of people believe chocolate milk comes from brown. I know, I know. I've heard that before and went, wow. Ponder that. What about strawberry milk? (laughs) 17 million people. That's right. Strawberry milk comes from pink cows, as we know. (laughs) Of course. Why not? That's when they get sunburned. Those are your uh, fellow Americans right there, everybody. Wow. It's like an Um, episode of jaywalking. Sure. Don't get me started. Anyway, anyway, thanks, uh, John B., for getting in touch is what I'm saying. We uh, got a lot of text to get to. And other phone calls and everything. But uh, first, let's get to news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, as electric vehicles become more common on American roads, the infrastructure that's required to service them isn't quite keeping up. The big challenge facing charging companies is that there simply aren't enough electricians to work on all the EVs that it's required. But here's the thing. Um, you got to be specially trained. They're called journeymen. Uh, the United States Department of Energy said about 6% of the ports across the country were out of service just this or earlier this month. Yeah. And they said, listen, they're complex. They, they do ha- you know, need a specific type of electrician. But if you're looking to get trained, the Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program, uh, if you're looking for jobs and they're looking to hire about 50,000 people. It's not too late to change careers for me, is it? <laughs> I don't think never. I could probably it's get never. in there and start noodling around on electricity, right? Should be that steep a learning curve, I wouldn't think. Right? So fall begins the season of eating. Mm. Uh, and that includes a lot of desserts. And according to foodies, some of the best ones out there, of course, pumpkin pie is number one. That's yeah. just always going to be. But besides that, pumpkin pie bars, pumpkin chocolate chip cookies, pumpkin rolls, and cranberry cake. Okay. Only cranberry thing See, that made the you, list. You don't even have a slice of pumpkin pie. No, I do. Pie I do. I'll the... have the obligatory bite. I won't even eat the whole thing because I don't, I don't like it. I don't wow. like it. I mean, okay, I get the pumpkin spice. I don't like it in everything else in the world, but I'll have a slice of pumpkin. I'll have like a, it was my mother's favorite. So as an homage to my late mother, I'll have like a bite. So pain hustlers will arrive in theaters for one week before it starts streaming on Netflix later this month. It stars Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, Catherine O'Hara, and uh, Andy Garcia. The film is based on a true story. It follows Liza, played by Blunt, as a single mother who gets a job at at a bankrupt pharmacy in hopes of providing a better life for her daughter. However, she finds herself very soon caught up in a, a criminal conspiracy. Saw the trailer. looks really good. Okay. The film is going to be released in theaters October 20th, and then, like I said, a week later on the 27th on Netflix. Right. That's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. Welcome, everybody. Here it is, your 12th day of October 2023. It is day 285 of the year. There are only 80 days left in this year. We're going to tell you who's got birthdays. Half of a great uh, recording duo uh, is turning 88 years old. Sam Moore of Sam and Dave, as in, hold on, I'm coming, where they got a lot of the Blues Brothers loved doing their songs, Sam and Dave. He's 88. TV journalist Chris Wallace, 76. Susan Anton is 73. Hugh Jackman turns 55 years old. Marty McGuire from The Chicks, 54. Kirk Cameron is 53. Charlie Ward 
is 53. Who's Charlie Ward? Well, he came from FSU. Okay. And despite that fact, um, <laughs> he's still... Your rival school. ...said a uh, Florida Gator. Yeah. He, uh, he and Baseball Hall of Famer Dave Winfield, the only two players ever to be drafted by the NBA, the NFL, and Major League Baseball. <gasps> He was, he was like the early Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. Uh, yes. Yeah. But they weren't in all three sports. Oh, that's right. They were in two. That's right. Who were the other ones? I just told you, but you oh. didn't pay attention. <laughs> a good example of how this show often works. Off all the you time. You don't listen to a word I say. Okay. <sighs> Lord, Whatever. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> you say something? Nothing. Just go back to path your business, whatever you're doing on that side of the desk Get, over I'm there. getting ready for the next uh, break, by the way. You're supposed to be in this break right I know, now. I know I am. Pay attention. Stay with us. Laura Trump is 41. Tyler Blackburn is 37. And Josh Hutcherson is 31. And my cousin Jeff (gasps) has a birthday. birthday. Is he the slipper guy? No, that's my cousin Chris. Okay. Uh, It happened on this date in history. This was the date in 1492. Christopher Columbus's expedition made landfall in the Caribbean, specifically the Bahamas. In 1823, Charles McIntosh sold the first raincoat, and that's why they call him a Mac. Over there. Mm-hmm. That's Nin- why they call wellies wellies because they come from Wellington. That's right. The rain boots. In 1901, President Roosevelt officially renamed the executive mansion to the White House. And 2011, this was the date that someone tried to uh, cause problems in an airplane with explosive underwear, which is one of the reasons why we still have to go through the whole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Special events for today. International Moment of Frustration Scream Day. Okay, do it. Do it. <laughs> you feel better? That's from the did you not paying attention earlier. <laughs> I bet the internally you do oh that God. how many five, six, seven About times a every show? Every few moments in the show. <laughs> That's going off inside my head. Whatever. National Farmers Day. <gasps> Gonna talk about that in fun facts. Gumbo Day, Pulled Pork Day, World Sight Day, and World Arthritis Day is today. Mm. Not sure we're celebrating that, but just acknowledging it, I guess. Yeah. You have a birthday and a special event? Why don't you tell us when yours is and we'll celebrate it. 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. So, it's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Let's get down to brass tacks, shall we? Let's get down to real business. Okay. Halloween, what, 19 days from today. I know. It's coming quick. So, when it comes to trick-or-treating... It's going to be, oh, they're already here. Oh, here you go. Here. here you go. Throw out uh, a whole bunch piece of full, each, kids. full-size candy bars. <laughs> oh, I wish. When it came to the full-size candy bar, there was, of course, the holy grail of all bars as a child, and still today to me, which is the Snicker bar. Uh, 100%. And if you got a full-size one? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What, are you kidding me? So the Snicker is, to me... The, the epitome of all things great candy bar. Ugh. It's got everything going for it. But it wasn't just Halloween. I mean, I love, no, that no. was my favorite. And I, because I specifically remember when I was really little, there was a commercial and they had peanuts in their hand and they would close their hand I and know. open it and there would be a, a Snicker bar. Right. Well, my dad used to have jars of like uh, peanuts and yeah. mixed nuts and stuff in the house because mm-hmm. for his poker nights. Right. Uh, and so I used to go and take all the peanuts out and I'd be sitting in the kitchen <laughs> doing it. <and laughs> my mom and sister, what are you? I'm like, I want a Snicker I'm bar. Trying, trying to and that's still today. My fa- I you still try and do that? Is what you're no, saying? No, <laughs> wow. So how about you guys? What was your favorite uh, candy bar? You're part up? of those 17 million Americans who believes chocolate milk comes from brown cows. What's Ashley doing in the corner? No, there's no. Why does she keep closing her hand with those peanuts in her hand? <laughs> Ashley and Brad. 
Expanding your vocabulary one word at a time here on the Ashley and Brad Show. We took my pen. We uh, are introducing these each and every day. If you've missed them, not to worry. Go to our website, Ashley Brad Radio. You will see the collection of these. Yes. Yesterday's was Quizquas. Hard, not crisscross. Nope. Quizquas. Yes. Hard to deal with dubious. That is not today's word. And I need my pen because I always have to spell it first. That's right. Today's okay. word is a noun, mm-hmm. and it is flibberty gibbet. Flibberty gibbet. <laughs> flibberty gibbet. It is a word. Flibberty gibbet. Go ahead and spell that uh, for us. Have a little spelling music for you. I wonder if my mom ever used that word because she used to use cattywampus all the time. Okay. Flibberty gibbet. Flibberty gibbet. Okay. How do you spell gibbet? Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, maybe this. Is let's it? see how you come up with. Wow. It. Huh. Well, so Fliberty, I uh-huh. did like Liberty, but with an F. So okay. F-L-I-B-E-R-T-Y and Gibbet. Is it, is it hyphenated? No. Is it, what's one word? It's one word. J-I-B-I-T. Is Fliberty no. Gibbet. No, you're no. way off. Way off? Yeah. Okay. F-L-I-B-B-E-R-T-I-G-I-B-B-E-T. Oh. Fliberty Gibbet. That's a lot of letters in that word. It sure is. It's a frivolous, flighty, or excessively talkative person. <gasps> Am I a Fliberty Gibbet? <laughs> On the flight out here, I sat next to a Fliberty Gibbet who talked my ear off so I didn't get any sleep. The gaggle of Fliberty Gibbets was quite loud, but they were having the most fun. A whole gaggle of them. It's a British is that, word. Is that what you call a group of them? It's a gaggle? A, that's, that's what they say, so gaggle perhaps so. It's a British word, mid-16th century. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about onomatopoeia, and uh, oh, like that, that a, a perhaps word, it comes like from sound? there. Maybe it just sounds like they're saying flibberty. They're saying perhaps I could get, the connection is just imagine a chatty character uh, chipping away so quickly you can't quite make out what they're saying. So uh-huh. it may sound like flibberty jibber. Okay. okay. Chatty right. Kathy. Yeah, exactly. There's your word for today. Ashley and Brad. Thanks, Paul. You got in touch with the Ashley and Brad show and actually left a voicemail at 888-922-7234. We had guests in the studio. Yes. Earlier in the week. From Germany. They come in when they, like once every year, every other year when they visit. Yeah. Andy and Steven visited us and this time they brought gifts. (gasps) They did. They brought a Wiesen cookie Mm -hmm. uh, from Oktoberfest and also a Stein from one of the breweries over there. Yeah. And Paul so cool. kind of reminded him that he said this. Some of my uh, siblings went over to Germany, and there's a brewery like east of Nuremberg that uh, has our ancestors' last name on it. And it brought Steins back. That's what I was getting at. Okay. So, you know, yeah. he's got a connection to it as well. Very um, cool. And we still have our Stein in the uh, in the cabinet over there. So thanks it. to it's really, It's really nice. It is. Uh, anyway, you can get in touch with us about anything we're talking about. 888-922-7234. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, the FTC has proposed a new rule that would ban those so-called junk fees. You know, sometimes you make a $99 hotel reservation and there's like a resort fee on there and maybe a destination fee. And you're like, what? And it's not just on the hotels. Airlines do it. Mm -hmm. Restaurants do it. Uh, So check your if you're eating out lately, you'll see like a little surcharge on there. Yeah. uh, Concert and sports tickets. And they said under the new rule, corporations would be required to clearly say, this is what it costs tonight for the hotel. Here's a little extra fee so that at least you can comparison shop. Okay. So that you're not getting dinged. 
That's just a lot so of money. Not, yeah. not okay. So this may make you rethink your next soda fountain drink. A study of the water from soda fountains and fast food restaurants found 41% of them contaminated with a bunch of disease-causing germs. Okay. Uh, they were found in a whole bunch of the swabs that they did. Uh, um, Joan Rose, a microbiologist from Michigan State University, said it's quite concerning that they found those pathogens. Okay. So Paramount Plus has unveiled the trailer for the upcoming Western series Lawmen Bass Reeves, featuring Dave David Oyelowo as the lead. The story tells uh, the true untold story of Bass Reeves, the famed lawman of the Old West and the first black U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's an anthology series, so future seasons will explore other iconic lawmen. But Lawman Bass Reeves uh, also stars Donald Sutherland and Dennis Quaid. It's going to debut on Paramount Plus November 5th. Okay. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio, and this is a uh, true life story that I remember from a... It had to have been, I'm going to guess, fifth grade. Yeah, Mm -hmm. fifth grade. Elementary school, we'd uh, have snack time. And uh, where I sat, I sat next to a a kid. His name was Jeffrey. Jeffrey was a well-dressed kid. He came in almost a suit jacket, I think. Wow. Every day. Yeah. (laughs) Jeffrey uh, had a special special gift every day. He brought with him for snack day. At the time, it was brand new. Mm -hmm. A can of Pringles. And wow. so he shared his can of the Pringles big with me. one, or did they have the snack size? No, it was the big can. Every day he had that? Every day. Wow, I bet he had a lot of friends at that snack Jeffrey, table. Je- <laughs> Jeffrey may have been a larger kid from what I remember. Yeah. And so he got to share his Pringles with me. Wow, every And day. I was thinking that was such a brand new, wait, what? These are potato, and they're pressed all in the same shape, and they come in a tube? What? Wow. What is this? <laughs> what is this sorcery? Exactly. So, Usually, there's no air filled in this thing. With I know. <laughs> the, the pack to the top. And it was like, okay, once yeah. you pop, you can't stop. True. Um, so there's a bunch of foods that were created around that time that didn't last. There's a, actually a lot of them. And, and I remember some of these. Okay, tell me if you remember how many of these you remember. This one, I actually had to go on and look at the commercial from 1979, Mug-O-Lunch. I definitely remember that. I don't, okay, now here's the thing. You had to thing. pour boiling water into a mug and it was like t- tomato bisque beef. Or some, it was Ooh. like it had. It said it was freeze dried, freeze dried stuff. So yeah. like ma- freeze dried macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And this wasn't this wasn't microwave. Right. You no, just poured hot water, hot water in it, and like it would ramen. reconstitute. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. They had all kinds of stuff. On like that. ground beef, something, and yeah. Ooh. I remember yeah. that. Okay. Um, oh, I loved these Jello pudding pops. Sure. Oh, those were phenomenal. Um, this one I don't remember. The Hershey's Bar None and the Marathon Bar. I remember Bar None. Marathon, I kind of remember too. I'm not sure if I remember that one. Now, this one, um, interesting, I guess because there's the market's so filled that I just assume Swanson TV dinners uh, are not around anymore, right? right? Because they're all the microwave version. Those right. were the hot metal tray ones oh. with the bubbling lava apple they make, stuff in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Every, it was either molten Bra- it was lava or, or it was, apple, right? Yeah, or it was And cold. it was always the hottest thing in the whole thing. <laughs> but oh, you have TV dinners? Who didn't? I mean, the fried chicken ones, the Salisbury steak I with guess the every, succotash. But they still, they've got to make the microwave one. It's just, so yeah. it's the brand that's still there. It's just not in the yeah, metal tin. Right. In the, okay, I exactly. got that. Right. And then uh, the Nabisco cheese tidbits. Um, yeah, they said they were kind of like the like a goldfish. I was going to say situation. like, mm-hmm. like okay. a cheese it and a goldfish okay. kind of full cracker right. there. So what was huh. some of the food that you know you're like oh, I wish they made that again? Yeah, let us know at triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. 
We're playing some great music here on the station, and you tell us so, and also the Ashley and Brad show. Thrown in as an added bonus. No extra cross to you. That's right. Free. Free. Uh, free to us free. as well. It's a whole other story. We're going to talk about that later. Don't get anyway, into radio, kids. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about your uh, your house. Somewhere in your house, I will I will be willing to wager there is a uh, a, a water bottle, meaning one of those big five-gallon things. There, there is a, a ceramic mug. There is some container in your house that has spare change 100%. in it. 100%. I've got several of them around yeah. the house. I have a drawer. I have a drawer filled with change. Now, do you separate them? No. Okay, so no. I keep my quarters and my dimes in one thing, and yeah. my pennies and my nickels in another. Uh, but now, it, why the why the difference between the penny and the nickel and the dime? Well, because sometimes why don't you keep all silver uh, together. Well, because I sometimes need um, more cash. So it goes. I'll take it over to the that place in the in the grocery store oh, yeah. and dump it and in. Charge the nine percent. Right, and, right. Uh-huh. And so yeah. sometimes if if you know other things need extra change, I'll, I'll do the the pennies and the. And, but I you know sometimes need a little bit more. But those but pennies add up to you, dollars. You they know. do. That's why I keep them in a different jar but do you like if you see money or coins uh, do you pick them up on the um, street if it's a quarter <laughs> if it's a quarter oh you can't be bothered i, I can't before. be bothered with a dime or a nickel or a penny <laughs> i pick it all up but here's the thing some people save enough spare change yeah. that they can actually buy big items uh this is a, a kid when he was 13 uh, accumul- he started saving when he was a kid. Right. Accumulated $1,600. He said he wanted to keep going because he's going to get a car in a couple of years. He thinks he can end up with a few grand. The- okay. I will t- I'll tell the story again. My aunt and uncle, for years, every New Year's Day, I think it was, <laughs> would sit and roll the change that they had collected from the Hand year roll? prior. Wow. So they would collect it in a giant, you know, five gallon or whatever it right? was. Right giant thing and hand roll wow. they had enough every year to go on a vacation somewhere <sighs> that's amazing yeah it's amazing yeah but so many of us don't use cash anymore so we don't have a lot of spare change i did just change purses though mm. and my other person i was like this purse is so heavy it's got to be the purse what are you charles so I bronson took, I took dupe sock out, there? and i dumped the purse it was a ton of change at the bottom of the <laughs> well, purse yeah so i'm like well that's what the problem where it belongs was. in your purse <laughs> what do you do with all of your spare changes the question and where do you keep it What's in your drawer? <laughs> right. Or a ceramic mug? 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. Oh, you've done it again. Inmate number 407602. Come on down. <laughs> you are the next inmate on the prison commissary. Price is right. Ashley, you find yourself uh, with a little bit of money donated to you from one of your relatives. Oh, really? To be able to spend in the commissary. So, someone's like, oh, listen, she's in the pokey. Let's so give her some money. So from the Department of Corrections, I have a list of items. You must tell me if they are above or below the okay. price I give you. Okay. By the way, all sales are final. Has this been adjusted for inflation? No. It is what it is. <laughs> you're in the general population, and uh, you're a little hungry, as always. Okay. You, well, you just get... got there. It's a long bus ride. It sure is. It's a long ride. So you're the new fish, and okay. you want to... You want to get some uh, something in your gullet. How about some Fisherman's Paradise smoked baby clams in oil? <laughs> three ounces. Is that more or less than three twenty-five? <sighs> wow, more so or less? About a dollar an ounce. Yeah. For clams. For smoked baby clams in oil. Less? Well, the oil might be expensive. Less, okay, is less. that's right. Okay. You're right. It's a bargain. Two eighty two. Wow, that um, is a bargain. The, not nearly enough to satisfy the hunger that you have. Of course, have that was only three joint. ounces. You know, you've been working out in the yard. You're getting swole. <laughs> you need to really get some more protein. Work out about, those girls on D block. <laughs> that's right. How about some rip and ready? 
Rip and ready. What's rip and ready? I mean, it's a rip and ready pouch. Uh, of? You rip the pouch. Spicy seasoned beef crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> and are you just chugging that pouch by you itself? You have to. You just got to I mean, show everybody there. Look what I can do. Look at me. How much is a mm. uh, pouch of rip and ready spicy seasoned beef crumbles? <laughs> Six ounces. Is that more or less than five eighty five? Oh, it's it's got to be. Uh, I mean, it's got to be a bargain because you want to show all the everybody how much you can less. It's less. It's got to be. It's got to be. <gasps> it is six seventy four. Wow. Yeah, that's a dollar something an ounce. Well, because it's ready. It's ripping ready. Okay. Um. <sighs> unfortunately, you picked up a little something. You didn't wear your shower shoes. <laughs> little yeah. fungus. Among little us? fungus. Okay. How much is some foot cream there in the joint? <laughs> Whatever it costs. Right. You're going to pay whatever. You're not going to put up with the itching and the scratching. That bunion is going to be redder than it already is. One ounce of foot cream, is that more or less than uh, three three bucks? Oh, it's got to be. I was going to say way more. Really? Way. Okay. It's, you're correct. 356 though. Okay, not bad. It's a bargain. How else bargain. are you going to listen to the Ashley and Brad show in, in the joint? Oh, no, you got to have a boom box. More specifically, an AM FM radio with clear <laughs> earbuds. That's how you're going to so listen to the show. So nobody knows you're listening to That's us. That's right. It's down the DL, the down low. So how much is an AM FM radio in the joint? Uh-huh. Is it more or less than 2550? <sighs> Well, it comes with the earbuds. That's what I'm saying. 20, Clear it's earbuds. It's got to be way more. Wait, like 40 bucks. Really? Yeah. Is $18.40. Oh! Little transistor with some really? earbuds. Didn't say so if they're Bluetooth. You don't have to trade that many cigarettes for no, them. No, not at all. <laughs> That's not a bad deal. Ashley and Brad. Thanks for enjoying the videos that we've been posting on our social media, on Facebook and Instagram, also YouTube. These uh, Ashley and Brad breaks under a minute. Yeah. Just a quick little snippet of uh, the highlights from the (laughs) Ashley and Brad show. You can consume a lot of these. You sure can. At work. And uh, apparently you guys are liking these, so uh, thanks for checking those out. Uh, You can do so. By like I said, go into social media or go to our website, AshleyBradRadio.com. Ashley Brad Radio.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'll see the links to all of our social media there. Also the link for the word of the day and the podcast. It's all right there. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go anywhere. Right there. AshleyBradRadio.com. Okay, let's get the news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, as electric vehicles become more common on America's roads, the infrastructure that requires to service them hasn't been keeping up. Oh, here's a problem. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, one of the big challenges facing charging companies is that there aren't enough electricians to work on it because it's a specific set of criteria that you need. Yeah. The United States Department of Energy estimated about 6% of the charging ports across the country were out of service just as of a couple of weeks ago. Ooh. So the electric uh, vehicle chargers, they're, they're complex they're new uh and so you you have to be not just a regular electrician but especially trained they're called journeymen sure. and if you're looking to get trained as a journeyman the electric vehicle infrastructure training program would like to hear from you okay. there's a lot of jobs available right. so Domino's is ready to re- respond to your emergency your dinner emergency the pizza chain has announced that their emergency pizza program which will offer you a, a free medium two topping pizza when you absolutely need it like say you burn dinner or your power went out or okay. a whole bunch more people showed up for dinner whatever it is can't cook for, How's that? or or maybe you don't cook so much uh from now until february 11th 
Uh, customers who place a qualifying order online will get a free emergency pizza. Wow. You can get information on their website. Okay. Yeah. So Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling have starred in a little blockbuster over the summer yeah. called uh, Barbie Movie. Right. Brought $1.4 billion in ticket sales. It's not the first time, by the way. Although they didn't star together in the big short, they were both in it. Yeah. Um, but now someone's saying, hey. Let's get them back together again because they did. Their chemistry was really great. So they are going to be starring in a new prequel movie uh, uh, to Ocean's Eleven. Uh, the film is going to be the first Oceans project since Sandra Bullock and the Kate Blanchett-led Oceans 8 in 2018. Okay. We don't really know much about the prequel except for the fact that they've both been cast. And I'm going to guess that there's a number. Oceans 3, Oceans 4. Uh, it doesn't have I mean, it, how many All did they start with? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Oh, they no. started with like... 11 from the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. So it's Ashley and Brad, and we just took a uh, little tour around the neighborhood, my wife and I, while walking the dog last evening. Mm-hmm. And uh, some houses are on top of the Halloween more than others. Oh, yeah. We, like I said, we don't put ours out until the night before. It's just so much and I know work. There's other neighbors that are like right on top of it. Now, <sighs> yeah. having said that, there, and we're even commenting as we're going by, there's a bunch of houses that... Uh, it's a little too uh, graphic in their displays. Well, that's what they're offering now. That's what they got out that there. I'm at the just stores. like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go that that extreme because we got okay. little trick or treaters coming right. by, and I was like. I don't think they need to see that kind of stuff. Right. Well, it's interesting so. because one of my neighbors goes all out and he turns his uh, garage. Now, the, the, the lawn's decorated with just some stuff, but the night of his garage mm. is like a, a little trick-or-treat haunted house. And it's not scary, but it, it's, you know, you got to go in but and through. But is it filled and, with the gory stuff? And I don't all think the... it's gory-gory because yeah. I mean, obviously I haven't trick-or-treated in a couple of years, but yeah. uh, it's really popular. The kids love going in there. Yeah. But would you remove any holiday decor or would you ask a neighbor you know and say hey listen could you Mm. take that down i I, I don't like i'm not gonna ask i mean you know it's their choice to put up i'll uh i'll leave that be but that just means we're gonna walk past that house or try and avoid it or just like if your kids were little and when you drove out of the neighborhood if it scared them would you say something or would you just be like no like i said i drive by the other way pass it you know just know not to go by that house that's all because I don't, nobody's ever that I know has asked another neighbor to take stuff down. No, I mean, I mean there, there unless there's been, an HOA, but yeah, that might be story. different. But what about you guys? If you're offended by your neighbor's uh, decor, whether it's Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter, whatever it is, would you would you go up and say something, or would you just kind of leave it leave it be, yeah. as it were? Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. Well, it's uh, definitely school time here on the Ashley and Brad Show. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's coming up to uh, Halloween. And uh, it's a hard time right now to keep our youngest. He's so focused on trying to get the rest of his costume put together. Yeah. Like every day, he's like, can we go get some other pieces for him? I'm like, yeah. Once you get your homework done. Yeah, once you get your... <laughs> once you, that's right. Carrot and the stick. You got to get your homework done. And he's, and he's really good about uh, getting homework done. Right. The older... Uh, son. <laughs> a little more challenging. Takes a little yeah, more yeah. Uh, urging yeah. to get stuff done. Well, and that's the thing because, you know, the kids come home from school and, and it's like, do you make them just go straight from school, you know, and get a snack and boom, so let's start homework? Or do you kind of say, okay, you got you got an hour to, yeah. you know, whatever, play or, yeah. or relax or read or whatever and then start? Yeah, we do offer that. Uh, we'll say obviously once you get home yeah take take half an hour just to right. you know, be home get changed whatever 
Uh, and then we offer the choice. So you say, you can do all of your homework now, mm-hmm. then have lots of free time, do whatever, mm-hmm. watch a show, something like that. Or, you know, you press it till the very end, then they're going right to bed. Right. So Right. And it's hard because different kids do it differently. That's right. So So for one kid, like my kids were, I had a cheerleader and a volleyball player. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have time. There was no half hour relax. It was like, come home, get stuff done. We got to put on those, go back. And it was just constant for years like doing that. But they say, at least according to this, there's a couple of things you can help. You know, let them go outside, burn off a little bit of energy mm-hmm. if you can. Because sometimes when you get home from school, you you just don't want to come right home That's and sit down saying. for some yeah. kids. Right. Uh, they said chewing gum helps. Okay. Uh, for a lot of kids. So give them, you know, a little bit of time. And then that Pomodoro technique where okay. it's, you know, study for 15 or whatever and then take 10 minutes off and then go back for, you know, 15 and right. then take some time off. Okay. So there's lots of different ways to help get them kind of in that homework mode because sure. we are coming up to the holidays and, and it's a lot busier right now. So but, yeah, as a parent, though, that is that's the time I'm looking at my watch going, oh, no. <laughs> It's coming up to be three. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go with the routine. Yep. It's, it's homework. It's oh, yeah. dinner. It's <laughs> bedtime. So, how yeah. do you guys get your kids kind of focused on that? Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. Game time here on the Ashley and Brad radio program. It's uh, time to turn your attention to the television. That's a lot of teas. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm going to ask you. To identify these television shows based on a kind of an overly wrought description of it. Okay. To see how well you can distill the meaning of what I'm saying. And do we have a certain, um, is it like a, a decade? Is it like uh, 70 shows, 80 an- shows, Anywhere 90s? from the 60s to the 80s. Okay. Yeah. And so, so it's based on the description. That's right. Okay. If, For example, let's just start off as uh, here's a, for instance, a science fiction anthology series big hint, that explores the wonders and dangers of technology, often with a twist ending. Each episode is a standalone story. Name this series that keeps you guessing until the final moments. So that wouldn't be like a Star Trek or a... No. Doctor Who? No. Science fiction anthology series. The twist ending is kind of the giveaway. Do I need a TARDIS for this? No. Each one of Mm. these uh, definitely 60s 60 show. Uh-huh. It's made. Up. Oh, is that Twilight Zone? Yes, it's Twilight Zone. How about a widowed sheriff in a small town, his quirky deputy, <laughs> <laughs> and even Barney qu- Fife? Well, the name of the show. Is oh, oh, it's not Barney Fife. It's a, uh, it's uh, a and widowed they, and they, sheriff, and they they whistle the tune. Right, a it's, widowed um, sheriff. Uh, who- Andy, Andy Griffith. <laughs> yes, show. Andy Griffith show. A group of friends in a New York bar share stories and banter, often providing a glimpse into their complicated love lives. What's the title of this iconic... Sex in the City. 90s coffee shop sitcom. Oh. You didn't let oh, me you finish. you said bar. That's what they said. Then it's friends. If but... it's... Right. Coffee bar, perhaps. But you didn't... Maybe. You were... Right. Coffee bar. What's the mm-hmm. title of this iconic mm-hmm. 90s coffee shop sitcom? Okay. Yeah, it's friends. Um... Don't let me get past the first six words of this description. Okay. In this sitcom, one, two, three, four elderly women. <laughs> Golden Girls, my very favorite yes. show. Right. Uh, this series f- features a brilliant yet socially awkward physicist. <laughs> and his my other favorite show. Equally geeky friends. What's that show? <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. I love that show too. Again, these are so mm, pretty easy. Yeah. Four words set in a bar, comma. So it's got to be 
where everyone knows your name. Cheers. Comma. Yeah. There you go. Not that hard. Ashley and Brad. Thanks, Katie. You're always getting in touch with our show, and you're listening out there and contributing your thoughts at 888-922-7234. But you can be like Katie and Karen and James and Mike and everybody. It's a growing list. Who's always getting in touch. The spill in the car. That's a good topic. She said hers was not a drink. 30 years ago, one of those frozen OJ cans fell out of her shopping bag and under a back seat and split open. (gasps) Didn't notice, of course, until... The rancid juice started to smell bad. You're like, what's that smell? Couldn't find the smell where it was coming from. We drove around in that van for weeks before they pulled out the seats and found the offending mess. But yeah, that's that that's happened too. That's the thing with minivans. I drove one for years and we had a to-go container that got stuck under the stroller. Yeah. And I'm like... What is, who, right. what's happening in this vehicle? I know. Thanks, Katie, Blah. for getting in touch, sharing your spill story. You can share any stories, <laughs> by the way. 888-9AB-RADIO. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, the Federal Trade Commission is proposing some new rules that would ban those junk fees that are commonly added to things like hotels and airlines and Mm -hmm. restaurants and concert and sports tickets. They said, listen, you know, you pay a certain amount of money and then you find that there's a a resort fee or a convenience fee or a fee-fi-fo-fum fee. And you're like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. So under this new rule, corporations, you have to clearly say, this is the cost of the hotel room. This is the additional, you know, charge. So it's not the little teeny fine print when you check out. Mm -hmm. So that hopefully will help. Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles waffles have hit a freezer aisle nationwide. And you can even try them for free. Customers who buy the waffles through October 16th can go to getfreewaffles.com, upload a copy of their receipt, and they will either Venmo or PayPal you $3.79 back. Okay. So you can try it that way. So Sci-Fi initially canceled uh, Surreal Estate after one season, but fans demanded a second season. And they're like, listen, there's not a lot of other stuff and see people do like it. Mm -hmm. So the network actually agreed to bring it back. The series follows Luke Roman, played by Tim Rozon, and Susan Ireland, played by Sarah Levy, as leaders of a team of specially skilled real estate agents who fix and flip haunted houses. Mm. Season two of Surreal Estate is streaming now. Okay, That's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. On the 12th day of October, he said here on the Ashley and Brad show, I don't need to tell you that if you go to, I don't know, just pick a big home improvement store. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I don't know, this day and age drives me nuts. But anyway, not even Halloween yet. And yet uh, we can't help ourselves from focusing on what's about to come after Thanksgiving, which well, has not even taken place yet. Because Christmas. you, you got to get stuff, you know, you figured out. Gotta, even, you don't got to. You don't got to is my point. <laughs> There's nothing new that you're going to just all of a sudden realize, oh, I need one of those. Yeah. T- There's a lot. Of, but, but here's the funny thing. No, you won't. Every pumpkin patch that I know, as soon as it changes from the pumpkin patch, it turns into a Christmas tree of course it lot. Does. Yeah. As, you know, that's kind of, and I get it. But I started looking at some prices and I was like, wow, wow, this year is going to cost a lot more. And I know yeah. you are a real tree guy. Absolutely. Um you know, I, I like the artificial one just because of the ease. Yeah. And a lot of times you can just wrap it up in saran wrap and put it away in the attic for a mm-hmm. year and come back out, boop, it's done. Uh, but there are some artificial trees that are, I, I'm talking over oh, they're a thousand. Pr- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're pricey. Yeah. So I'm but like, they're well. La- they'll last for, what if they last 20 years? 
then you're not paying that much. Okay, if you are but 30 still, or- it's that uh, initial sticker shock that I'm like, no thanks. So how much are you willing to spend this year I don't on know. the tree? See, it Do you give on- yourself a budget? Eh, no, it's usually, it's, it's look, it, it's the once a year, like, okay, we'll get a tree. Yeah. I mean, we're not going crazy with multiple hundreds of dollars, but okay. you know, just over... We'll we'll sacrifice that. And go, but you it's guys worth put it. up a couple of real trees, no, don't you? Normally, no, we it... did once. We, oh. we put up two one year. Okay, but it also depends on like what I forget what the growing cycle is. If there was a you know a drought ten right. years ago or eight whatever, you might be, get small little tiny like, ones. Then they're not as big. This last year, year yeah. was a fortune. Last year it was. So how about you guys? How much are you willing to spend on a tree? Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. It's a game that is a part trivia contest, a part history lesson. Everybody can play this as we play. What year was it? It's pretty simple. I will give you three audio clues. You must tell me in which year all three of these events took place. All right. Are you ready? Here we go. As always, what was one of the tunes that was playing on the radio? This was. In the middle of the In fact, his wife at the time, Christy Brinkley, um, designed that album cover. Okay. And this was in the movie theaters. Daniel Hillard needed a job. Do you have any special skills? Housekeeper. Can't you just tell mom you're sorry? He's still the same old dad. Only better, Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. What a great movie. It was a drive-by fruiting. (laughs) All right. Uh, And finally, here was some uh, news from the headlines. I get to come here and and do it at at CBS, and I just want to, at this point, thank these people for certainly their patience. I would like to thank them for their generosity because... uh, So David Letterman... Switches to CBS from NBC for where he was for years. So he made the switch. Okay. In this year, and you must Hmm. tell me, what year was it? Okay, okay, okay. I think, I think... Yeah. This was early 90s. Okay. I want to say like 1990. Because isn't, isn't that what sparked the whole late night show war thing with him and Jay Leno? Yeah. Well, they had been battling for a while anyway, but yeah. I want to say 90. I want to say 92. That sounds like it would is be right. Just, just a bit on time. Oh. Is it 90s or is it late 80s? No, it's 90s. It is 90s. Uh-huh. But what? You're just a 90. little... Three? Is correct. Oh, there you go. Okay. 1993. Wow. Billy Joel's River of Dreams on the radio. Mrs. Doubtfire in the theaters. And <sighs> great movie. David Letterman makes the switch to CBS. Now I want to go watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, and that's how you play. What year was it? Ashley and Brad. Fun fact time with us. Ashley and Brad bringing you some interesting tidbits that take place today on the 12th oh, yeah. day of October. And uh, this was something that I had said earlier, being celebrated, not just mm-hmm. my cousin Jeff's birthday, but today is Farmer's Day. Yes, that's right. There are two things that we cannot live without, bees and farmers. That's right. Uh, well, we wouldn't there's have any more food. than that. There's food, there's well, oxygen, there's well, water, there's <laughs> plenty of things. But these are super essential. You know, listen, growing up in Oklahoma, yeah. that's just farmland and farm life. That was just part of the deal. And then we'd go visit my uncle's farm in Texas growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, listen... <laughs> Farming has been around 12,000 years at least. And that was with the domestication of livestock. The hunter-gatherers would go get their food. And it is back-breaking work. Uh, Even with the the big combines and the big equipment, it is (laughs) a lot of work. And... 
think about it this way. Only 1.3% of the U.S. labor force is made up by ranchers. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. They provide all the fruits and the vegetables and the meats and the milk and the eggs and the grain. All the stuff that you see in the grocery store, that came from a farm someplace. And only a teeny, teeny portion one, of the one, population. What did you say? One million? 1.3%. So, all right. From earlier in the show today, let's bring it full circle. One percent of uh, Americans do the farming for us. Mm-hmm. Seventeen million Americans believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. From ask, those one percent, ask farmers. a farmer; yeah. they'd be able to clarify that for you. Very one quickly. way to thank a farmer, yeah. by the way, uh-huh. with your wallet, head to a farmers market, which farmers markets started in 1934 in Los Angeles. They said yeah. the farmers, the merchants, come bring your stuff, and they they ended up doing. And I I love going to farmers markets. So the next time you're in a grocery store, uh, just know that came from somebody's really hard earned time That's on a farm. Right. Ashley and Brad.